0: CSL Charlotte Sports Live.
1: Well, if you haven't heard, mandatory minicamp is here, and Big Icky, well, he's not a rookie anymore. The real rookies, though, are put being put to the test, and uh, they're impressing the vets around them so far, which is a good thing. Welcome into another edition of Charlotte Sports Live as we approach the halfway point in June. What happened yeah. to this month, Joe?
0: Very quick, right?
1: Yeah, I know. By the way, Carla Gebhardt alongside (laughs) Joe Moreno.
0: Yeah, and we've got plenty of storylines to go around from minicamp, which is what we're tracking all offseason, of course. And with the NBA season finished up, the Hornets now really need to zero in on their draft interests and step in that, and they took another step in that direction today. But we got to kick things off with our look at the Carolina Panthers out on the practice field.
1: Yes, they were a mandatory mini camp, Like we said, day one is an official wrap of day three. They'll end on Thursday, but this thing is in full swing, right? And as we finally got our first look at Bryce Young with most of his fellow starters alongside of them, we also saw Brian Burns sporting a new number, flashing the zero for the very first time. Do you like that, Joe? That's not too bad. It's not too bad. No. Uh, but that's not all we saw. Grace Grohl was also at practice today and has what she saw from the Panther squad today.
2: Well, the Carolina Panthers wrapped up day one of mandatory minicamp today here in Uptown. It's the final of off-season workouts before the summer break, and it's really the meaty part of the off-season as this is where we start to see the death chart start to take form and really start to see the chemistry that this team has been able to establish. But on top of that, it's an opportunity to gauge how far this team has come with adapting to not only a new coaching staff and rookie quarterback, but for the defense especially with learning a new scheme. New defensive coordinator Egero Ivero implementing a 3-4, defensive scheme this season that would ask some players to move around and play a different position.
3: I mean, you know I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference um, you know it's really the total scheme you know it's more the total scheme everybody's so multiple these days um, so I, I think it's more about the scheme and what's unique about Ejero's scheme and um, and what I really appreciate about how the defensive staff is approaching it You know, getting to know our players, right, and tweaking the scheme. It's already been done, you know, throughout OTAs. I can feel talking to EJ, you know, oh, boy, we like the way this guy does this and the way that guy does that. So putting things in that really weren't in there before and adjusting and adapting. So we're looking for our players, what they can do best, and then put them in position.
2: One of those guys that will be changing positions is defensive end Brian Burns, who in this new scheme will be playing outside linebacker
3: not really as much of a change because I'm kind of used to dropping in Snow's system I dropped a lot Um, my rookie I dropped a lot so it's not really too much different for me Um, just being an outside linebacker you see a lot more and and I feel like I'm able to use my IQ more than with my hand in the dirt because I can see formations I can see backfield sets and, and, and what I'm getting so I feel like it's an advantage in a sense.
2: And it was actually the defense that stood out the most today after day one, which is really saying something because typically these offseason workouts tend to favor the offense just because it isn't live and the defense is not allowed to tackle. But that group coming up with multiple batted down balls and interceptions today, they looked really, really sharp. The team, of course, back at it again tomorrow. Reporting from Uptown, I'm Grace Grill for Charlotte Sports Live.
0: Thank you, Grace. Brian Burns is almost due for a new contract, and there have been conversations about a deal which could be done sooner rather than later, Burns said that he thinks he should be valued among the best in the league with a new contract that will be close to the top of his position payment-wise. Burns also had some praise for rookie quarterback Bryce Young today.
3: We have a conversation. It's um, about as most I can say about it. I don't have a preference really. I'm just kind of blessed to be in that, that even in that talk and that opportunity to have that. So, um, all right now I'm just enjoying the process and enjoying everything that comes with it. What y'all laughing about? <laughs> I don't like him. I was just playing, <laughs> It's hard not to like that kid. Um, I don't know. He he put he put quite a stamp on on uh on the locker room. Um, he walks around with this kind of kind of humble excuse my language, like humble but I know I'm the like type of type of swag. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, we know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, we know I got what he's it. saying. Uh, also, this is why you have agents. They're here to talk That's about right. the contract stuff, right? But here's Burns' resume. Building on success every year he's been in Carolina, and that should make the Panthers feel pretty good moving forward. Look at his first four in the league. Unbelievable stuff, career highs in sacks last year with 12 and a half, and a personal best in total tackles with 59. So Carla Gephardt. Yes. How optimistic <laughs> are you about Brian Burns making this move and Hopefully do you think he deserves the big payday that he's looking for?
1: I am optimistic. I am interested to see him drop back more. I know when he mentioned you're listening to his bite there and he says that he dropped back a lot in snow scheme that's really not what I'm most interested in. I hmm. obviously this is a different scheme though in the 3-4 defense so maybe he will be able to be utilized a little bit more. Um, it's just gonna be interesting to see him back there. I think that's the biggest thing. Does he deserve the payday? Yes. But with the expectation that he's going to produce even more than we've seen, even more than the 12 and a half sacks from last season. So there would be a lot of expectation uh, for him to perform this season.
0: Yeah, we don't have to write the checks at least. So, you know, you hope that the compensation is worth it and everything. But I do think – you got to trust in this. This guy is only 25 as well. Been a captain for a few years already. He's going to become the big leader defensively on this squad coming up this season. So I think you trust in this new scheme and what's going to happen. And this guy is hitting his stride in his prime right now. So I think big things are to come.
1: And he is the identity of the the Panthers when you think about it. He he has a personality. He's really good with the media. And so they kind of need that person as well. So that might be worth at least some of the money. Uh, that they might pay him. <laughs> right. But the Panthers are still trying to find the last few people to fill out their roster. Three guys getting tryouts at in minicamp, including corners Greg Maybin and Takarius Keys. Jordan, or excuse me, Journey wideout Jordan Matthews is also at camp. And you might remember he played with the Eagles and the Niners. But he also had sense in Buffalo and New England. He's been with Reich's scheme before as well. So maybe some familiarity there. Since getting drafted in 2014, though, he's played in 76 games with 22 touchdowns and we also have two injuries to update you on from camp safety von bell is one of them coach wright says he pulled a hamstring but it doesn't really look like it's too serious bell signed with the with the carolina panthers this offseason and then you've got rookie chandler zavala that's the other injury the rookie offensive lineman has a pec injury that coach Says, isn't too bad. No surgery expected for either guy, and they will be available for training camp. Now, speaking of training camp, already here. I know (laughs) it feels a little too early for this, but it will be here before we know it. Dates have not officially been announced by the team, but you know what, Joe? We are not waiting. CSL is going live from Waffer College starting July 22nd. That's a little over a month away. Camp out. The Panthers
0: don't have dates yet, but we're going to 22nd.
1: We're going to be there regardless of if they are there or not CSL (laughs) at camp. Yeah, we go to camp too, Joe.
0: On the road, got to love it. Perfect summer activity is camp, right? All right, just some basketball now. The Charlotte Hornets hosted one of the more important rookie workouts of the team's offseason today, welcoming Alabama freshman Brandon Miller. You know the deal by now, though. It's Miller or Scoot Henderson for Charlotte to choose between in next week's NBA draft. Miller provides some height to whomever which team takes him. He stands at six foot nine, 200 pounds. Now, the Hornets haven't really tipped their hand one way or another about which direction they're leaning, but it's going to be a busy draft night regardless for
1: Charlotte, right? That's right, and the Hornets are loaded with selections this draft. They have another first-rounder at number 27, which they got from Denver, remember? And then Charlotte also owns picks 34, 39, and 41 in the second round
0: interesting development today though. The Hornets might have a chance to wheel and deal like the Carolina Panthers, right? Shams in the Athletic report that the New Orleans Pelicans are so high on Scoot Henderson, they're going to try to trade up to number two or number three overall to get him. New Orleans currently holds the number 14 pick. Remember, it's the Hornets that pick second and the Blazers third. The Pelicans do have the tools to put together a big trade package. They own all of their own future first-round picks, plus a Lakers first-rounder in either 2024 20, or 25, and the Bucks' first-round picks in 25 and 27. How ever, Carla? Yes. Do you want the
1: Charlotte uh, Hornets
0: to pass up on Scoot Henderson or a big in Brandon Miller just to invest in the future even more?
1: No. They've got to do something now, right? I, yeah, I don't like this. I would not do this if I were the Hornets. And listen, I, I kind of said a little bit about this, or talked a little bit about this last night, but Scoot Henderson, I think, has the ability to be almost like a typical first-rounder. We've got Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama; He's a generational talent. That doesn't come around hardly ever. Right. Gen- we're, call- we're talking generational, uh, but Scoot <laughs> Henderson has the ability to come in and really change a franchise, and so he would be your number one pick any other draft that we would see. It's just, of course, this happens to be the same one as Victor's. And
0: there's no standouts, really, on that roster. you got LaMelo Ball, of course, but not much else there. You don't want the Pelicans to throw players their way either because it's a lot of middling players. Even Zion Williamson, hate to say it, but he's been in the league for four years now and still in the regular season. only played a third of the games that New Orleans has been a part of since he's been on that club. What so, a bus. That's uh, is tough. It a bus? It's tough. It's tough. I don't know it's, if it's a bus,
1: but it's a disappointment for what. Moving for, that what. Way, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, the countdown will begin tomorrow when it comes to taking bets in the Tar Heel State. Governor Roy Cooper is expected to sign the bill into law tomorrow, and he is doing it at the Spectrum Center. The House, remember, voted 68-45 to 45 for the changes to the bill made by the Senate earlier this month. Even when signed, though, it is expected to take effect January 8th of next year. And remember, Joe, that's the day—the day of the college football championship. I was going to say the day after, but no, that's actually that's the a Monday. The,
0: the day of, you may have a chance to bet on Georgia football. Wow, again for that would Thursday be a year. great
1: start to the new year, right? And the Charlotte 49ers are searching for their next basketball head coach. We know that, and former Hornets point guard Muggsy Bogues, believe it or not, just might be interested in the job. We've got more on this after the break.
0: And is the dirt race going away? Ongoing talks could affect the spring race at Bristol as soon as next season. We'll fill you in on what that means for NASCAR coming up next. Also, no shortage of stars on the Atlanta Braves roster this year.
1: You're not a Braves fan. I am. But uh, yeah, we got a debate on which ones maybe might be considered all-star material. We will debate that on Quick 6. We've got more Charlotte Sports Live just ahead. Well, how's this for a name inside Hauschen Arena? Charlotte Sports Live has confirmed that Muggsy Bogues is interested in the Open 49ers men's basketball head coach position. When asked about the situation earlier today, he said to quote, I'd take an interest to see if maybe there's or I'd take an interview to see if there's some interest. Muggsy has been a bench boss before. If you remember back in 2005, he was the Charlotte Stings head coach in the WNBA. He's also been the head coach at United Faith Christian Academy here in Charlotte where he won two state titles from 2011 to 2014. Ron Sanchez stepped down at Charlotte earlier this month after a five-year tenure where he went 72 and 78. And in case you missed it because, you know, you were watching us last night, well, Denver did it. The Nuggets won its first NBA championship, which means Central Cabarrus is on Ishmith. Finally, has a ring, and man, this man deserves it. 13 teams in 13 seasons—what a ride it has been! He also, remember, had a stint here in Charlotte for a time. We, of course, congrat congratulate ish from all of us here at CSL. Now, NASCAR has been aggressively trying to make new events staples on its schedule. The Chicago Street Race and the Clash at the LA Coliseum—those are just a few examples. But one race is reportedly. Going back to its roots, the Athletic reporting that NASCAR is considering taking the Bristol Dirt race off of the 2024 schedule. Nothing is set in stone and talks are still ongoing with two scenarios. One would be going back to the asphalt, which I know a lot of drivers would certainly like this. The other being a date change for a possible points race at North Wilkesboro. NASCAR is still, of course, weighing its options. And Wake Forest keeps it going in Omaha. Here's a look at their side of the bracket. Game one for the Demon Deacons is this Saturday, June 17th, at 2 p.m. against the Sanford Cardinals. Then after that, because of the double elimination format, losers play losers on June 19th at 2. And then later that day, the winners face off at 7. So either way, it's Sanford first. And then Wake would either look at LSU or Tennessee Joe.
0: Back to some Panthers talk for you. Jonathan Mingo is added to the list of rookies who have signed a deal. The second rounder out of Ole Miss was at practice today, and the terms of his deal not disclosed. That leaves just one person from this year's Carolina draft class to not sign their rookie deal yet. That would be Bryce Young. Sort of expected. There's going to be some big figures and money thrown around for that one. Adam Thielen is entering his 11th season in the league and his first with the Carolina Panthers. And whether you think he can have a resurgence this year is up for debate, but this is a veteran who has learned firsthand what it takes to be a pro in the league and so far Thielen likes what he sees from the new guys in the black and blue. Now remember Thielen himself is a guy who signed with Minnesota as an undrafted free agent 10 years ago and he worked his way up to become an all pro and has the fifth most touchdowns in the league over the last four years. So if the rookies can raise eyebrows from him, it's worth taking note. Well, honestly, I, I would say Bryce and really all these young guys have impressed me. Probably the best rookie group I've ever been around as far as just coming in here and not missing a beat. You know, they haven't had as many reps as we have. Um, you know, we've had a little bit, a couple more weeks of, of practicing and being around each other, and they came in and really didn't miss a beat. So I thought, um, you know, in, in my time in the, you know, eleven years in the league, I've never seen a group that just kind of you know, hasn't looked like rookies. And, you know, everybody has their, you know, moments and things like that, even veteran guys, but um, but it's been really impressive. Now on the other side of the ball, there's a strong amount of depth at cornerback for Carolina. Who will need to see step up if the stars in the room go down there?
1: And Lionel Messi has plans to play in the MLS, but where does that leave him on the international stage? We'll hear what Messi has to say on the matter when Charlotte Sports Live returns.
0: Lionel Messi might be coming to Miami to play some Major League Soccer, but he won't be coming to America to defend his World Cup title. He's announcing today he has no plans to play in the 2026 World Cup, which is hosted by the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. This comes out as Messi is currently on international duty with Argentina prepping for some friendlies against Australia and Indonesia. And the Women's World Cup is just around the corner. The U.S. set to defend its title against the world's best down in New Zealand and Australia. You can watch all of the Team USA action right here on Fox Charlotte this summer. The cup starts on July 20th. And it's time now for the most informative two minutes of your night with Quick 6. Brian Blakely of Queen City News fame back in the (laughs) fold, all right? The only thing to do here. Let's throw two minutes on the clock. Brian, you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it, big guy. We'll hit you first here. You're Mitch Kupchak now. What's it yeah. going to take from the Pelicans to trade with them to give them the number two pick? It's going to involve the Spurs to get the number one pick. Somehow, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we need to get Wembenyama here. That's what I think is going to have to happen. But we can dream, right? I know the Pelicans want to move on from Zion Williamson. Yeah. Is that worth it in this package? I'm not think, so sure. So I, don't I think, don't think Mitch Kupchak will listen. Carla, who do you expect to step up at corner for the Panthers? Because J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson both sidelined right now.
1: That's right. I think there's a lot of room for improvement uh, in the depth chart behind those guys. They don't really have a a lot of great talent in the depth chart, so I'm a little concerned there. But obviously, you look at Keith Taylor, you look at C.J. Henderson. They've been in the league now for a while. Maybe with the new coaching staff, they can really kind of resurge their careers a little bit as well.
0: Brian, let's talk some Omaha, all right? The College World Series starts Friday. Who poses the biggest test for number one seed Wake Forest? First off, I'm getting goosebumps as you talk about the College World Series. I love it. You know what? They're in a really tough bracket. They got Tennessee, which is playing pretty good. Uh, And then you got LSU. I watched LSU just annihilate Kentucky this past weekend. They're stacked top to bottom. The matchup I really want to see is Rhett Lauder from Albemarle for Wake going up against Paul Skeens, the number one pitch pick in the draft. I think you'll get that, 75 runs for Wake in their five games so far this postseason. Number. Carla, what Atlanta Braves are are deserving of an All-Star appearance?
1: Can you put a whole team on the all Has that, that ever ha- that's that happened? That's never happened? I think it – I don't know. I think they could get it five guys, the most that they've ever gotten before. You look at Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, Chavez, Murphy. Uh, Arcea, there's so, I mean, the list just continues to go on. I think a lot of guys are deserving, though.
0: We'll okay. see. Netflix is going to stream live celebrity golf tournaments featuring athletes from all sports documentaries. Brian, which non-pro golfer are you watching out for? You? I'm just going to go with Max Verstappen right now <laughs> and throw it out there and get it over with. Beautiful. Yeah. Carla, rank these three <laughs> musical acts in history. Taylor Swift, the Beatles, or Michael
1: Jackson? I think you have to go chronological order because you don't have one without the other. So, obviously, Beautiful. the Beatles, Michael Jackson, and then Taylor Swift. Great so. answer. Yep. I like
0: that a lot. That's quick six. Not a Swifty.
2: Ministry. Ministry. Thursday.
0: No. I need to go home. You'll love it from the Joker, the NBA Finals MVP. Just won the NBA title last night, and he just wants to go back home. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff from Nikola Jokic. We'll have our QC crowns coming up next everyone.
1: never too early to start thinking about your preseason plans when it comes to the Carolina Panthers you see the preseason schedule on your screen we got the Jets on Saturday August 12th the following week we travel to the Giants and then they've got the Lions on August 25th the first two games though this is the big note that you need to know those games are right here on Fox Charlotte and uh, now it's time to give out our PC crowns I guess we could have given out a crown to Vegas tonight.
0: Yeah, and we're going to, right? We'll yeah. dish one out to the Vegas Knights. The party's on in Vegas because the Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup in just their sixth year of existence. And look at this—they win over the Florida Panthers in this series, four games to one. Winning this game, nine to three is your final Carla. Nine to three Dominance. right here. And this team has more than doubled the Florida Panthers' goal total. In Stanley Cup Final. Absolute dominance from Vegas, your new NHL champs.
1: I mean, can you imagine if the Canes had played them?
0: (sighs) It would have been rough. Because the Panthers mm, dominated the Canes. The transitive stuff, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, mine is, every now and then we give one outside of sports, so mine goes to Pat Sajak, because I saw this today. He's hanging up his career on Will of Fortune after next season. 41 seasons, Joe, that's a long time to do anything.
0: That's great, but this is the dream job. I would do this oh, show yes. for 41 years. I think right? I saw Wouldn't he you? only
1: works like 36 weeks.
0: Yeah, they tape a bunch uh, all at once, so uh, a lot of time off. That's amazing.
1: We don't get that deal. <laughs> all right, see you back here tomorrow night.